Welcome to The Cloaked. We are a collective of inquiring minds seeking answers to mysteries both past and present. Join us on our journey to discover that which remains hidden. And now, on with the show. Alright, welcome to another episode of The Cloaked. I am your host, White Owl. Hey, it's Pandora. And I know some of y'all may be wondering, where is Cy and Hoffman? And <laughs> I assure you, this whole social distancing, we've been keeping it pretty true. Uh, Hoffman, I'm pretty sure, is somewhere out deep west, you know. He's doing a the, field report on the west. <laughs> somewhere in the fucking mountains, in the woods, for sure, somewhere in the woods. And of course, Cy, um, probably trying to find double somewhere. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, um, you know, with everything happening, you know, we were continuing to bring you new uh, episodes, you know, every week. And today is definitely no different. And we'll be talking about something you may be familiar with already. Some of you may know this. Um, but what we are about to talk about is a topic uh, that for a lot of people actually started off with uh, a movie. And this movie, um, actually, it's on Netflix. You go and watch it now. And, you know, if you're into the whole uh, horror and paranormal, um, this movie is Veronica. Now, Veronica is based on a true story. It, um, it's it's kind of like a, not a modern day exorcist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's definitely um, out there. It, it, it comes close uh, to being something like that, uh, only because it's so fucking strange. You know, I, I actually saw the movie personally. I saw the movie and I thought, you know, I honestly thought it wasn't that scary. People have ranked it in one of the top ten scary movies. I didn't think it was that scary, um, but. After seeing it, I was discussing it with somebody, and they were like, oh, no, it's actually based on a true story. So I kind of started digging around. That makes it a little scarier. Now, yeah, actually. (laughs) Like, that changes things. But but I honestly, I feel that um, reading the story, Mm -hmm. the real story of this individual, I think that is more scarier than the actual movie. Mm -hmm. Like, if somebody said, oh, it's exactly... But it's not the it's, same. It's, it's like not the same. loosely. It's loosely. I haven't seen it, but it's like loosely based, right? Yeah, it's Very loosely, loosely based, but I don't know. It's, it's. I think if they would have made it exactly to the person's uh, life story and everything that happened afterwards, I think that would have been a lot more scarier. Uh, so we're talking about the case of uh, Estefania Gutierrez Lazaro. Um, and this uh, story actually takes place in Spain and, and Madrid, and this happened in 1990. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to say, uh, say it in a fancy flair, Madrid, you know, <laughs> it's like when people say, oh, I was in, I went to school in Barcelona, you know, that stupid <laughs> shit. Um, well, it's Madrid, so there's not really like a lisp to add. Yeah. If you add a lisp to Madrid, then that, that would just be weird. Yeah, that would then be you just weird. have a lisp for yeah, no reason. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Stefania, right? Uh, so she goes to a Catholic school, right? And she um, is a she appears to be a normal student, 
right? Just a regular student uh, going to this Catholic school. And um, I guess she was already into the whole occult and spiritualism type stuff. Um, like and, a typical Catholic school kid? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, like, I would say that's very typical of, like, kids, you know, trying to be... Um, we're not trying to be, but just intrigued by the paranormal. What's the nineties too? Like I think a lot of that stuff kind of came out, right? Like movies yeah. and shows oh, yeah. in that time were a lot about that. I, I would say so because that's kind of when I was like into all that stuff. Like I, but I didn't go fucking get a Ouija board like Stefania did. She she was sure did <laughs> already into the whole Ouija board scene. <laughs> you know, yeah. if there was a scene, this is the scene. Um, so I guess her and her friends got together in school in the school grounds, and the story's a little shaky. So from you know, it's it it differs from I guess source to source. Mm-hmm. And what do we have here? She decides to do some kind of seance right and yeah but using a ouija board with her friends with her friends so it's kind of like different stories right but yeah like from one i just read it sounded like she just did it you know that that one time but another is it sounds like she had been doing stuff with the ouija board Mm -hmm. a couple times before so this was like well what's the big deal what's another time using it yeah. Not a big deal. Well, what's the real story? You know what I mean? And which yeah. one do you think it's real out of all the ones you looked into? I don't know. Because, I mean, I I will not touch a Ouija word, but can you play it by yourself? A Ouija or, board? Yeah. Or do you need somebody? I think you can play it by yourself. I think that's something we've talked about before and, like, uh, in other exorcism type topics mm-hmm. um i and like uh, i think one of the uh which um episodes it's a few been there's a few a few episodes we talked about it and i want to say that you can do it but it's more it's more fun quote unquote uh yeah to do with other people because right? i mean i i always see it as like there's a couple people holding their hands on the planchette and then it moves and everybody's like did you move it no yeah. did you move it no well, and then somebody it's like fucking did move it <laughs> and then you know there's that whole thing but if you're by yourself you're like did i move it <laughs> like no no, no, I, did no not. I did not um that would um i mean it's a, it's a communication device right yeah um so for sure I it's think opening up something it's, you're definitely opening a door and you're inviting somebody or something in um and this this case is so fucking weird. I mean, it just gets weird midway, the beginning. I mean, it's just fucking weird all the way around. But some of the some of the things with the story, I think that you know, uh, she definitely got together with her friends. They did the whole thing. They communicated with something. They started having to have like a little bit of fun, and then they started communicating, or they were trying to communicate mm-hmm. with one of the girls boyfriend who died in an accident in some kind of like motorcycle accident or something like that yeah that's kind of the one so they're of the trying to get somebody that they knew yeah so so far the consistency is that somebody that somebody passed away and they were trying to contact them they were using the ouija board to uh, as a means to communicate this it did take place in the school grounds 
And of course, like anything you do that it's on the school grounds that you're not supposed to be doing, what happens? You get caught, you get busted. Mm -hmm. And so a nun walks in on them or something, and she apparently picks up the board, breaks it, tears it, or something like that. And um, I guess from the girls, from what they saw, they say, they claim, and this is kind of a little different, they claim that... um, smoke went into the girl's mouth or something like that like smoke appeared because in one version i read that like smoke just appeared and estefania like inhaled it at some point right some shit like that the other version i read was like the the girls have been using a glass like a glass that you drink out of right as a planchette and so they were all putting their index finger on it like to hold it and so when the nun came and like you know busted up the whole group right the glass broke, but not before them having seen like a smoke that appeared in the glass, and then that's when Estefania inhaled it. Right. So like, either way, like either they way, saw smoke, they all saw it. Um, I think one story was like they saw the the smoke broke the glass, and then like saw Estefania, and then it just went towards like, her, like, towards it, her. like it fucking jumped her, like it was some kind of like. Like if the smoke was a jaguar or something, they just fucking pounced on her. I don't know. And so I was just like, okay, this is kind of a weird, strange story. And I guess from there, her her whole demeanor changed. Mm-hmm. Her whole character changed, right? Um, I guess there was things where she, I guess for, for I guess from a health standpoint, she had epilepsy, insomnia, uh, insomnia hallucinations. hallucinations. Uh, foam. Uh, one one of them I read foaming at the mouth or yeah. some shit. Yeah, I mean that could be part of epilepsy. Uh, that as could well. be part of the epilepsy. Um, just like temperament changes, temperament right? Changes, like saying weird shit. Ra- and- uh, outburst of rage. Yeah, she tried um, to like attack her family members. She times. would crawl on the floor and bark allegedly. <laughs> um, and she would just like. Act very strange, very strange stuff. You know, this is all yeah. very fucking weird. This is not normal. Like babbling, saying weird shit. Babbling, like, um, and it, it just it, it it just doesn't make any sense for somebody. Like just she would normal. go like almost like catatonic for times, just yeah. kind of like be super unresponsive. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just strange. This is a strange character. You know, just somebody who uh, was going to school and, and then all of a sudden have this but here's the thing the family didn't know about this incident Mm -hmm. right and it's only afterwards and towards towards the end in a way um because she was then taken to the hospital right they're like okay something's wrong with this kid yeah they tried to get a doctor like so you know what's going on yeah couldn't actually find anything on her that was really wrong and they took her to several hospitals they took her to several hospitals several doctors looked into her um they tried to figure out what was going on and nobody could tell the family what the fuck was happening to estefania so um what ends up happening is that she was left in the hospital care right Mm -hmm. she was left left in the hospital care and i guess she 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 had been checked on 
And then they came back to, uh, I think it was a nurse that came back to see if she was doing okay. Um, and this is some sometime around August, I believe. And her health was just deteriorating. I mean, it was just bad that she was like placed in the hospital because her seizures and her, her hallucinations were getting stronger. Now, some of the things that as far as she was hallucinating was these humanoids, shadow figures mm -hmm. walking in and out through the house. Um, she would see creatures uh, running around. And I mean, that was, again, part of the hallucinations. And this is only like three weeks and after about three weeks after her whole seance incident. And so she was left in her bed and a nurse, I believe, comes back to check on her and she's dead. She is lifeless. Shit. And <laughs> they, she had no wounds. She died suddenly. They she couldn't just didn't come out of her state. Yeah, they just couldn't figure out how she died. And so I believe they some sources declared her as she died of a heart attack. Mm -hmm. Other sources say that her death was unknown. Like her officially, it was unknown. Um, but they they said it was a heart attack. Now, after after her death, the family starts having some issues, right? Mm -hmm. Some like strange it, it issues. It doesn't just like end there. It gets worse, if anything. What, so what, what's some of the things that they, this, uh, the Lazaro family began to have? What were the, what, what were some of the experiences they began to have? It was kind of like little things at first, and then it just ramped up. So, um... Just little, like, poltergeist-type things, right? So there's a lot of, I guess, incidents of stuff having moved. Um, the mother would feel like her hands or feet were being touched. Yeah. Um, the The bathroom seemed to be, like, an especially hot spot yes. in the, the house for some reason. And... Um, Several of people like that went to investigate this house ended up saying, "Oh, that this was like an interdimensional door uh, there in the restroom." Um, I know that there was a lot of incidents of like doors opening and closing, and like not just doors, but like the <clears throat> doors to like a, a wardrobe or something like that would like right. swing open, even though they just locked it. Uh, there was also. Um, People feeling that they got pushed. Apparently, like one of the poodles that they had as a pet flew through the air on one occasion. But that's <laughs> yeah. crazy. So I mean, there's just like a lot of weird shit. And then, um, like, at one point, a glass, you know, seemed to fly and it hit like one of the other kids on the head. And nobody had like any serious injuries, but it was a lot of like pretty strong poltergeist like activity right mm -hmm. like just movement um and it, it pretty much ended up escalating to the point where the they had like a cross on the wall that looked like it got ripped off the wall at one point like yes. almost like not like it fell but like it got ripped off and yeah, like things seemed to have like they had claw marks 
Yeah, there were several incidents of that, of like things being ripped off from the wall that they were hanged or clipped or whatever. Um, there there's was a photograph. There's a photograph incident. Mm-hmm. This no. was two years after Stephanie passed away. Yeah. And what was the photograph incident? So the photograph was of Estefania. It was basically like her face, maybe like the very top of her shoulders. You know, that's all you see. Yeah. So the whole part of her face caught on fire. From, on the photograph. Like from within, like not the frame or anything else. Just her face is what was damaged. Yeah. Um, and that's when they ended up calling the police. Um, pretty much. Yeah, and so that it, later that month, <laughs> and, and that's kind of what makes it more infamous in Spain, um, mm-hmm. especially throughout Madrid, is that they call the police. Now, uh, there was other, there was a, I mean, this family just was experiencing a, a shitload of like fucking weird stuff, man, mm-hmm. and like you said. Uh, one of the other things that they were experiencing, and uh, this is uh, something that I found in another article, um, was that there was voices. They could hear voices throughout the house. Oh, like, yeah, like a man's voice. Like a man's, a man's voice, voice whispering, two people whispering. Um, the mom would hear, uh, Mama, Mama. Or, you know, in Spanish. Almost like the daughter's voice, too, yes. right? And the, the mom passed. would think that it was the, you know, it sounded like the daughter. Yeah. And the other thing is that they kept that room clean. They kept her room as the way she left it. Mm-hmm. And it would be locked. Like, that room was closed. Nobody was going into that room. And the mom would clean it. They kept it clean. And, you know, it would be a few days later. And they would check the room. And they would find like the bed sheets thrown around, or it looked like somebody had slept in the bed, and there was just things on the floor. I mean, some of her clothes, wardrobes, like you said, wardrobes would be open, and that would be one of the wardrobes would be open was in her room. So it's almost like if she was still there in the room, you know? Um, yeah. It just makes it even more like uh, like chilling kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Uh, just rinse chills down the back. I don't of the know how they spine. didn't move out. Yeah, it just didn't make any sense. Like, especially dude, after all that, so many memories and shit. You know, very painful. I would have moved out. I yeah. mean, that's just. I mean, I mean, unless they were clinging remember. to her memories of stuff, well, but it was like this sounds bad. Like this sounds like. I mean. No. If you were going to call somebody, you, I feel like they would have called the cops a long time ago, or like at least. I don't know if they just turned to like investigators or, may- or, or, or maybe they just didn't have the money. But I'm like, if if they were, I'm assuming probably Catholic or somewhat religious. I mean, like none of this was sending like red flags. Like there's something going on here that's yeah. not. It's not for the police. It's not really for the doctors. Like it seems like it's something else. Oh yeah, definitely something else. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I thought that they would have done first is contact like a paranormal group or some shit like that you know what i mean but they don't they kind of like kept it in the like within not just the family but like also neighbors neighbors would also come and visit and they Mm -hmm. also saw the same shit that they would see shadow figures that's the other thing that the family started seeing is Mm. like shadow figures um 
they would see shadow figures. They would hear voices as well. Um, and then, like, laughter. Laughter would be something that they would hear. And so, um, the, so the I guess the family started hearing the laughter. And it would, come, it would be coming from the room. And then from the ceiling. And then they would hear something where it would just travel. Um, in one instance, it... It sounded like the kids were watching TV or something in the living room. And they saw they saw this creature. It was late at night and the light from the street was coming through. And then with their light, it would form this shadow where they saw this shadow appear out of nowhere in the living room. It's like materialized. Yeah, materialized on the floor. They would they were seeing this thing on the floor and it was like crawling. And it was coming towards them. And it would just scream for this thing. And then just like the books. They had this shelf. And there was like books on the shelf. And like these books started being flung from the shelf. And they were just having. I mean the family was just having like all these weird ass experiences. It sounds like excessive. Like I don't know how many people total lived in the house. I'm assuming it was like. Couple younger siblings. I think it's like, and the parents, right? Still at this point, I think it's the parents. I think a set of twins, and then I think a a, a sister. And maybe, she had another sister. Yeah. Um, I want to say maybe an a, a toddler as well, like another little kid. Have you seen the report of the police? The so the police reports was fucking. That's crazy. It's crazy. What does it say? Well, I mean, so that night when they called the police, they showed up and it's like 2.30 a.m. It's raining. It's cold outside. Like the family's outside. They're like not wanting to go back in the home, right? So obviously something is going on. But they had, you know, several police officers there. They had the... Chief Inspector of the National Police, uh, whose name was Jose Pedro, uh, Officer Negri, and then three other police officers. So it's not just like one officer, right, that witnesses things. But they hear loud noises on the empty porch, and they have, as soon as they go in the house, they see uh, armoire door that just opens in like a completely sudden way, right? Like something just opened it. Right. And then they have, uh, like as they're sitting there with the family, they, they can see like a cupboard door that would open and shut. They check it. It's perfectly fine, but it's moving in like an unnatural way. Um, they saw that there was like a tablecloth that got stained all of a sudden by a brown substance. They described it as like saliva, like a drool-like like a weird substance. Dro- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then they had the the cross incident that where it was a wooden cross that spun upside down, and then the metal Christ figure that usually goes on the cross was mm-hmm. actually ripped off. And um, one of the daughters placed a cross behind the door on a poster, and then. In that same moment, there was, like, three little scratch marks that showed up on the poster. Yeah. So, a lot of weird shit. They're all witnessing. And um, they have a room with the twin beds in there. And they were saying that they're 
their son was picked up and thrown on the other bed, like in a flying move. They're saying that, you know, they heard a scream. They come out and there's nothing there. They're just like hearing all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, and this actually gets put in the police report. Like they wrote it down. Yeah, they actually put it down. They actually put it down. Um, so like when you read it, you're just like, holy shit, like this is a police report. Like yeah. they, they're saying they, it's not normal. Yeah. Um, I mean, even down to the whole, like that weird substance that appeared they to be like drool, like, yeah. which is like disgusting because it's brown. Well, this is why it's so impressive is that the police went in to investigate. Mm-hmm. And at the, at this time... In the 90s, for the police to put it down on a report yeah. that they experience this weird phenomena happening at their at this location at this house. They call it a mysterious situation. Yes. Like, so I'm reading. I mean, it's Spanish, but it's like you get the feeling that they were like, "Well, this is what happened. This is what we saw." But like, we saw. don't know what the fuck the what reason was. Yeah. I think only in other countries do they like really report what they saw, what they're experiencing, or because over on here it would because be like let's US, put you through a mental yes, I think test or whatever, and oh, you're not fit for duty. I think I think uh, the U.S. and maybe even the U.K. Um, I think that's the kind of uh, outlook that and. During that time frame, that that's kind of what you would see is you just look like a crazy person. You just be hauled away. Um, it's you know what this reminds me of. I mean, it's not the same, but you know how we recently saw that video of that. Uh, what was it? In, was it Brazil or no Colombia? It was an empty lot, and they were hearing a screaming. Oh yeah, yeah. A woman screaming. It was all these. Police officers yeah. at a lot trying to figure out where the screaming's coming from. Yes, they were trying to figure out where the fuck the screaming was coming from. Uh, so the, all, all these cops are surrounding this this lot. It's an empty lot, and these are all these are apartment complexes in uh, in in, in Colombia, and uh, they're hearing this like woman screaming bloody murder, and. They, of course, they called the cops to figure out what's happening. And there's nobody and there. And they can't find a woman. You can hear it, You can though. hear it. Yeah. You can hear it. Oh, yeah. You can definitely hear it. It doesn't sound right at all. It just doesn't sound right. And there's, But there's nobody. They're not finding anybody. And then, then when it stops, they find a dress. And then they light up the dress on fire. <laughs> they just set the dress on kill it, fire. Kill it with fire. <laughs> well, I thought that was just hilarious. That they, yeah. But after all that, that's what they do. But I mean, I think it's it it is like. Well, because they thought it was like La Llorona, like the yes, weeping, the, woman the weeping woman story, yeah. which I mean, I don't know if that's what it was, but it sounded really creepy. So, but it was creepy. Uh, and then you find a dress. Yeah, I would kill it. Kill so it with fire. fire. <laughs> So, I don't know. It's just very strange. It's just very fucking strange. Um, I mean, because this shit just cont- continued. And eventually, the family moves. They just fucking move out. And their lives um, were normal after that. Yeah. Um, they were definitely normal after that. Uh, they just couldn't figure out. And then, the I believe, a couple of articles mentioned that new owners took over. Mm. And they seemed to not experience anything. That's so weird because I was thinking, well, like if you made like a portal or something there, then 
Yeah. And that's where it gets... that I, I think... Like, you would think that, okay, new people come over, either... Two things either happen. Either A, they start experiencing new paranormal stuff, the mm-hmm. new owners, or the new people that took over, um, or the paranormal follows the family. Mm-hmm. But neither of that happens. So where did it all go? Yeah, because you always feel like, okay, well, these things, like follow the person or the family or maybe don't follow them but like remain there so whoever new comes in Mm -hmm. has to deal with it and now it's like i guess it's done like yeah it does seem odd yeah i thought that was weird um i did find one article that talked about the mom yeah where she's like maybe not all there yeah yeah um, it talks about the mom maybe uh, making some of it up. But then you have... The police you know, report. You have the police report. You have the neighbors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have other people that would come by that were not the neighbors, but people, just friends and family um, visiting them that saw this, that had that I mean, experience. Because she could have... Like, Said you... a bunch of stuff and then told it, and then people were like, "Oh wow, that's crazy." But if people were there and they witnessed things, I think that's a little harder to fake. Yes, especially if she's like not directly like next to exactly. whatever it is, or I don't know. And the other thing is, like we said, the family doesn't know about what Estefania was doing until the school decided to come forward and tell the parents. Oh, by the way, when your daughter was here in school, we caught her doing a seance. Maybe that has something to do with what happened to her. Because they were trying to figure out... They were trying to figure out what happened and with all this stuff that she was into. uh, It just seemed like she wasn't into that type of stuff. But then, you know, you you have her books where... She had books of like spiritualism and stuff like that and ghosts and paranormal and she was into that type of thing. But I don't know, like, do you think that that there was a there was just a way just randomly that the family didn't know about this, that the family didn't know that she was into this type of stuff? I mean, that's kind of weird. Maybe it wasn't like she was into it, into it. It could be just like, I mean parents don't know like their kids smoke or do something Drink you know what i mean until maybe yeah. a couple years after times down the line at least yeah. you know what i mean like so if she somehow got a ouija board or maybe it wasn't even hers we don't know like yeah. if she somehow did this once or twice or whatever then i think it's they, it could have slipped by them you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like she was Obviously, like, you know, running around with all kinds of stuff like this in front of them. Yeah. I just think it's weird. Like, I don't know what the story is of, like, when they actually did the the Ouija board uh, seance thing yeah. that they did at the school. But I think it's, if there's any truth to this, I think it's weird that, you know, whatever they were doing got interrupted. So they broke the board. The board got broken. They didn't close the door. They didn't close the, you know, 
The communication door. The door with whatever they were... I don't think it was the boyfriend that they were communicating with, but... Yeah. um, But also, like, if they were using a glass, it's almost like they trapped something there and then it got out. Mm Mm-hmm. But it allowed it to go into something. Into a vessel. And then they closed its way back. Mm Mm-hmm. So whatever they got was, like, out, free, and then Uh just quickly picked a host. And then took possession. Yeah. Of that person, which I mean, who knows what they were invoking? You know, we. I mean, I don't think it was a spirit, like a spirit of a person who passed away. Oh, I don't think so either. I don't think so. Not for all this to happen. But here's the thing: it never is. It never is the person or the individual that you want to talk to. It could pretend to be, be, but it's not. Yeah, you can't prove that. It is or isn't. And then the same thing goes for ghosts. When they appear, you can't tell whether... How would you know it's really that? Exactly. Especially when you hear mediums say, oh, no, it's this pretending to be this. Or, yeah, it's that person, but that person died old, but it's projecting themselves as young because that's what how they want to be seen. Or it's projecting itself as a little kid, but it's not a kid or a person at all. Like... (laughs) It's this weird humanoid looking thing. And that's kind of what she saw. The family and neighbors and friends and everybody. The shadow figures that they would see. The creature looking shadow figures that they would see. It was just super bizarre that they were seeing all this stuff. And then what makes it credible. Even if if even if even the mom was like faking some of this mm-hmm. stuff. Um, even to the friends and family. Like, to fake it to the police, to for them to show up and go through the fucking house. I mean, it's possible she was, like, a little loopy, but, I mean, it doesn't mean that none of this didn't happen, right? Yeah, I like, mean, I mean, honestly, like, who wouldn't be loopy after all this? All, yeah. With like, all she lost her kid, so weird circumstances. Anxiety, I mean. Yeah. Uh, just being fragile over the death of, of, of one of her, her children is just not... I mean, it's just one of those things um, that only a few people would understand. You know what I mean? It's just a very, it's a very tragic um, event. And it's very unfortunate that this happened. Um, That's why I always tell people that they ask me about Ouija boards. I tell them, it's like, man, don't do it. I mean, it's just not worth it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. It really isn't. It really isn't because any communication device... You know, it, it start it, it just becomes a beacon like, of light. Don't invite where that. <laughs> they start looking for you. They start just start looking for you, and it could be other ghosts or spirits, but it's like nine times out of ten, it's a fucking something else. Yeah, I'm not gonna say what it could be. It's just some fucking thing, something else. Well, it just reminded me, of like, so somebody that I work with said that they had played with a Ouija board. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hell no. Like, I'm not hanging out with you ever. But. <laughs> well, yeah. So, like, with her, she was like, no, no, it's real. It's real. Um, and so we were like, okay, so what happened when you played it? Mm-hmm. And it was her and several other people. And, you know, I don't know what they were asking it or what. But they are, like, in the living room. And the. I want to say that the TV. 
turned on or off, and then their lights also went out. Ooh. And so she was like thinking, you know, all these people are going to be fucking with me. Like it's going to be fake, right? Like yeah. somebody's going to like move it or answer something. Okay. Scream or something. So she asks um, something that none of them would know. So mm-hmm. she, I forget what she asked, but it was like, what is my sister's name or something like that? But it was like the sister that had passed before she was born. Mm. So like, no, she has a sister currently. Currently. But she was asking about the sister that passed before her. Yeah. And it spelled out her name. And I was like, oh, what's that's weird. Yeah. She's like, no, but the other sister that was like born before, or I don't know if she was born After. or stillbirth or something, but yeah. had her name as well. So it's the same name. It's kind of like a trick question, but it gave her her own name. Mm. That's so weird. <laughs> right? Yeah, that is weird because not many people would know. It's like, let's say her name's Sophie. Her previously, you know, deceased sister was going right. to be named Sophie. Yeah. So it gave her her name. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, because you would ask, well, what's my, what would be my older sister's name if yeah. she was still alive? Well, it would be this. But people in the room wouldn't know that. They'd be like, oh, some that other name, name is, belongs to her other sibling. Because that's the sibling that they gave the name to. Because no, it's that her been, own name now. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. She would have been the one. So it's a trick question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that is fucking strange. That is weird. That is weird. I was like, how would you know that? <laughs> exactly. How would you know that? That is so fucking strange. It's kind of like the, the other story uh, where uh, my coworker had that. Uh, there were, him and his buddies were messing with uh, the Ouija board. And then that guy gets electrocuted. Um, who was working on a power line at the very moment that they're fucking around with this and they did something and they asked it to show its power to do something and it fucking electrocuted it, I mean the coincidence of that, that is, is so eerie. yeah you know what I mean uh, so whoever they were fucking with and I told them did you close it afterwards and then they, they were like no I don't think we closed it afterwards which you can't do that. You can't just open the thing and then just don't fuck with that, man. I just tell people don't fucking just mess don't. With them. Just don't. Uh, what do you what do you what do you think of the story? I think it's crazy. Like I think it's well, there's a lot of different variations, but I mean, for mm-hmm. the most part, it seems pretty consistent on like the key some parts, details, right? Yeah. Like some of them seem more embellished than others, but for right. the most part, it's like we know that this girl. Went from being relatively normal and okay, good health. Right. She did this Ouija board thing. thing, and next thing you know, it's like really downhill, really quick. Super downhill. And I mean, we don't know what ensued exactly afterwards with the family, but uh-huh. it's like that's weird. Like it's it's definitely one it's, of those like right. really questionable yeah. cases where you're like, okay. Like the whole family, the neighbors witnessing the oh, yeah. the girls she initially played with, the Ouija board. That's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I mean, I think the 
the real story is way more interesting than the movie. And I was trying to think, like, okay, maybe she was just epileptic. Also, suddenly epileptic. Suddenly epileptic. And maybe, it was really bad. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's well. Just... Here's the other thing. Here's the thing. When when you have epilepsy, sometimes you can, for the most part, people go into like what you see as a, a seizure, mm-hmm. and you see them fall on the ground, they shake and whatever. And you're supposed to kind of hold them down, and um, you know, there's like a whole procedure for that. But in other rare crate uh, cases, is that they can have seizures in their mind, mm-hmm. rendering the individual to almost look like they're in a daze or in a shit sta- catalepsy sta- as well. So staring like- off, and inside they're having the you know the epilepsy in their mind. It's just they're stuck on a pause, and they could be standing or sitting perfectly still, looking out somewhere. And they're they're inside their and their brain and their mind is having the seizure. Yeah. So that's another that's the other possibilities as what was happening sometimes when they would see her staring off, and it maybe got really strong that it it made her have like a stroke, and and then die of a heart attack. You know what I mean, or, or so, something to that effect. I mean, I I know that people can have epilepsy, like, younger, Mm -hmm. and then not have it later on. Right. So I know, like, one person that said that they grew up with, like, epileptic symptoms, would take medication, and then, like, now they just don't have it anymore. Right. But, and that's actually why they cited the reason for not doing, like, really hardcore drugs. Right. Because you never know if you can, like, re-trigger that or something mm, like that. Yeah. Like, if you had epilepsy at one point, you're good now, but then you decided to do LSD one day. Yeah. Well, then, shit, you might have, like, a hell of a trip and re-occurrence of all that. Well, could you think of it the other way, too? Is if you never had it and then you took a drug and then all of a sudden you have it. Maybe she took something. Maybe somebody gave her something she didn't know. Or maybe she did take something and... Maybe it was like Molly or X or something. Because that was like my other thing. I was like, okay, everybody saw a smoke, but what if that smoke was like literally? It was there, and it was something. It was something else. But like. But what? Yeah. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, hopefully <laughs> you guys enjoyed this story again. Please tell your friends, share, like, rate us on iTunes. That's how other people are able to find us. And again, we'll catch you on the next episode. Laters.